See, I love gaming, okay? I love walk-off homers and headshots. I love drifting a turn at 100 miles an hour in boss battles with a 600-foot-tall Greek god who may or may not be your father. <laughs> gaming is having a ridiculously huge TV in a tiny one-room apartment. Staying up till 3 a.m. to earn a trophy, that isn't real. But is. And it's girls who know that the way to a man's heart is through a melee attack. I love gaming. And I know you love it too. That's why you're here and why millions of people are pretending to work while they watch this at their desk. <sighs> I'm exhausted. Oh, no. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Frantic Thoughts, a podcast all about video games and entertainment from my perspective. Each week, we take a look at some things that had happened in the week that passed, from my perspective, what I've been doing, some news, and we talk about what I always start the podcast out with, which is the topic of the week. I think that my intro being awkward is my new staple. That's my new intro. It's my new style. <laughs> uh, so what I wanted to talk about today, we're going to start it off with a story. So I am younger. I'm a teenager. And I remember sitting down and turning on my grandparents. They had this Mitsubishi TV. Okay, so it was a big screen TV. This is when HD, like the advent of HD was something that everybody was talking about, right? So they got this big TV. My, I went with my grandfather and we bought it. And uh, this is probably a year or two after that. But I was staying there. I was uh, in the summertime. And we were staying there, like staying the night, because we stayed the night there all the time in the summer because I used to work with my grandfather uh, for a week at a time or two weeks, whatever, just to earn some extra money. He was a construction, he he was a construction worker, he's retired now. So what he did, had was this truck that he, This I'm just going to go into the story, why not? Um, he had this truck and he would fill it with stuff like tools and we would go out and we would do contracting work for apartments, not apartments, but uh mobile homes there we go um add-ons roofs all sorts of stuff and i remember one summer we were staying there and uh i was like we have to watch g4 so if you don't know what g4 is it's a video game entertainment tv channel that used to be around um i'm sure most of you guys know but if you don't know what it is this is the thing. I got addicted to G4. I'm going to do a whole whole thing about G4 eventually. I really do want to do a whole topic about G4, but not today. Uh, but they had this coverage of this show called E3. And they were hyping it up for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I remember sitting down and just watching this thing. This is the year that uh, Agent got revealed. I really don't know what, what year that is. Right? Agent got revealed on the PlayStation stage. But I remember watching it and... Of course, it had little boring parts, but I'm like, oh my god, that's a new game that's coming out. Oh, and that's a new game that's coming out. That might might have been the same year 
that Metal Gear Solid 4 got the original launch trailer. Okay, so this trailer was really cool. Um, had Old Snake, of course, running. And then looking down at Otacon, who's in this little robot. And then he's smoking the cigarette. And it's just like the graphics were so beautiful. I used to show, I showed that gameplay trailer. Like I used to watch it over and over again. Show it to my grandma. I'll be like, oh, I was loading it up on her computer. And at the time, you know, uh, the there was... Uh, DSL internet, but we had dial up at my grandparents' house. So I would pull that up on the computer and show my grandma. I'm like, oh my God, look at the graphics. The graphics look so real, don't they? And she would be like, yeah, yeah, they look pretty good. You know, they're getting there. You know, she looks pretty. Like, it's nice to look at. And um, of course, in my head, I'm like, this is like real. This looks real. You know, because I was obsessed with that idea. But that's beside the point. E3, I always would get hyped up for it ever since I watched this thing. And I I don't think that's the very first time I watched it. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. But that's the very first memory I had watching it. And ever since then, I just got addicted to the cycle of get hyped up. What are they going to talk about? What's coming out? And a lot of times you don't know what games are going to be coming out after June. You don't really know. You know, uh, oh, there's probably going to be this game or that game. But you don't know, like, some of the most, the bigger tentpole games, they save and they bank up for this e3 press conference and it's just it was a mind-blowing thing when i was a kid it's like this is christmas again and ever since then i of course you know you all know that i love it to death but yeah it just stems from that idea that it's a just a gathering of all of these people that love this one thing and we celebrate it by watching a bunch of hype trailers and getting excited for what's coming down the road so we can all play these games together and we can all be a part of the zeitgeist be a part of this experience and it's awesome and with the advent of social media we have twitter we can go on there and talk about it on twitter and i'm going to be on discord this year we're going to do a cartridge club show after the pot uh, after all these e3 press conferences this year and it's going to be a lot of fun and it's just you know Everybody getting excited for these things is just so cool. And the reason I love E3, it's just a reason to be a fan where you don't have to feel ashamed of being that a fan of that thing. And if you're ashamed of being a fan of anything, actually, it's probably a stupid thing. But a lot of times, especially when I was younger, like even now, like people think that, oh my God, you're an adult and you play video games. It's the biggest industry, like ever it's like one of the biggest entertainment like industries ever i'm gonna put my leg up on my chair and never do that it's kind of comfortable anyway but yeah um <laughs> i'm weird sometimes okay but yeah uh yeah uh, yeah uh, yeah uh, 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 yeah uh. <laughs> i'm really tired i'm loopy we'll talk about that in a bit why i'm so tired but uh <laughs> e3 man uh this year has been a little weird because, you know, they've had all these leaks and then uh, they had the Walmart leak and then they had all this other stuff happen. And it's just like, you know what, guys, chill out. We're still going to have a lot of really cool announcements and we get to see all about these other games that we don't really know a lot about. Dude, I'm looking at the preview of this. I'm freaking pale right now in this video. I think my color is off a little bit. Or maybe I am that pale, you know, but eh, I work in a cooler and I stay inside most of the time freaking hot outside oh i can't stay on topic today i really can't but uh <laughs> oh man but yeah e3 guys 
we're all excited for it. If you are excited, let me know. I know, I know you're. If you're a gamer, you at least have a little tinge of excitement. Come on, I listen to all the preview podcasts. I listen to all this stuff. Man, I used to watch this. Uh, I've talked about this podcast before, NoobTube, when I was in high school too, and or like late high school, and they would hype up E3 too, and they would get excited. And I remember just listening to their preview and their predictions and just getting hyped. That's the first podcast I ever listened to. And, man, I do miss those guys all the time. I wish they would come back and do, like, a reunion episode. They did it once, and then it's like, no, they did it two different times. And I'm like, man, these guys are so good. Anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about that. Uh, this, this is not even a real topic, is it? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, E3 is awesome. We all know it is. Um speaking of e3 we're gonna go into recommendation minute because i cannot focus man i really cannot focus i'm gonna pull up a timer here because i don't have my phone on me timer here we go one no zero zero there we go all right so we're gonna recommend something it's a, it's a little bit pluggy we're gonna pluggy plug some stuff here for my recommendation minute but i wanted to talk about it but yeah uh speaking of e3 and getting excited and why i love it i do love it to death honestly guys it's christmas too it's the christmas it's a sequel to christmas every year or actually it's pre-christmas there you go because it's before christmas technically in the year uh and it's at the it's six months after christmas and it's like oh my god here are these amazing things that are gonna happen and i'm gonna get to experience and oh my god what is death stranding we're gonna find out I, I guarantee we're going to find out what Death Stranding is. And then Borderlands 3 better freaking be there. Please be there. Rocksteady's game better be there. Come on. Come on, guys. There's a little bit. Of, okay, a little bit of things. Three, thi- Five things I, w- I want to see at E3, and that might be there, and I really need to see it. If you guys haven't watched my E3 hype train videos, there's a bunch of other stuff I've talked about. But I'm just going to list it out. This has to happen. These things, I really want them. Okay, Borderlands 3. There hasn't been one since 2012. Okay, we want... uh. What else is there? I just I just said one, didn't I? What was it? What was it? Oh man, look at that handsome guy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I keep looking at my preview window instead of my cam, and I I'm sure if you're watching this, you'd be like, what the heck? I really hope I didn't stop my recording. Nope. And I hit my desk. There's like a like a a landfill full of Lacroix cans on my desk. I ate like I ate. I drank like three ca- cases of Lacroix over the last two days. That's a bad habit. My teeth are rotting away. Anyway, uh. <laughs> New Rocksteady game needs to happen. That's two. We need to see Skate 4 at EA's, which is probably not going to happen, but we need to see it. I want to see more Anthem stuff, but that's going to happen. So let's see another prediction that or a thing I want to happen. PlayStation at PlayStation. I would love to see Sly Cooper 4 because I want, or 5 actually, Sly, Sly 5. I want to see that so Sierra can get that game because she's been wanting it for years. And I want to see a new Crash Team Racing bam also i want to see mario maker with slopes which i've talked about before Whew, this podcast is going off the rails the rails are right here in front of my face i'm riding on them for like two seconds and then i'm like ah, i'm gonna take a detour and i go off the rails and i'm like grinding around on some grass or whatever and then i'm like all right i gotta get back on the rails and i'm like slowly edging back onto the rails and then i get on the rails for a second and then there's a there's something in my way and it looks like oh my god there's a borderlands 3 logo oh i gotta go around and go okay i'll stop see i was off the rails talking about being off the rails and then i got off the rails talking about this because i'm off the rails right now and uh let's go to recommendation minute <laughs> <laughs> this is, I have a weird energy. This is like a weird energy. I have like energy flowing through me. It's like electricity. Okay. 
Recommendation minute starts in three, two, one. So, uh, I have a long time to talk about this. I have a whole minute. Guys, the Cartridge Club started a YouTube channel. And I'm going to be a part of the E3 coverage. It's going to be over on that YouTube channel. Go over there and give it a sub right now. Please. Watch. They have like this little teaser thing like what is the Cartridge Club that they filmed at Midwest Gaming Classic. And it's really cool. It's a couple minutes long. Watch that. Give that a like. Give it a comment. It's, you know, it's a good idea. I think they're going to move now over there, which is on Second Breakfast. Go over there. Give that channel a sub. Leave a comment. Leave a like. Share it out with everybody. Let's get this channel going. That's where our E3 coverage is going to be. I'm going to be doing it with a bunch of people from the Cartridge Club after every single press conference. And that is my recommendation minute for this week because it's going to be a lot of fun and it's going to be a really cool thing to be a part of. So check it out, guys. A little, a, a, a little, there it is. That's loud. Holy crap, that's a loud one. Holy jeez, jeez balls. Anyway, okay. <laughs> I sound pretty like uh, conceited there for a minute. I'm like, oh, he's so handsome. And then I'm like, oh, look at all this cool stuff I'm doing. Anyway, <laughs> I'm being dumb today. But yeah, go check that out. I know it was a little bit of a recommendation for something I'm doing, which I don't do, I'm never, I've never done a recommendation minute about myself, but I think it's going to be so much fun and a lot, a lot of really cool discussions going to happen. And I think it's going to be worth your guys' time. So go over there to that channel, give it a sub, put on, click that little bell. So you get the notification when we go live for the E3 events. So yeah, that's going to be a really good time. Go over there, check it out. We'll go live a little bit after the press conferences and we'll let everybody know on Twitter and everything. And we're going to have a really great discussion. So yeah. And I'm still talking about it. I'm still talking about it. So we're going to go into the next section of the show, which is what's happening. I did. Uh, I've been having a lazy week. No, not really. So basically, my vacation is coming up on Saturday, which is two days from now. I'm on my ninth day of work. I had a 10 day stretch because I was off the beginning of last week. So I work all five days from last week. Then I'm going to work all five days from this week, and then I have two days off. So that's fun. <laughs> so I'm on day nine. I'm going a little stir crazy because I'm just working, working, working every single day. I'm really tired right now. Obviously, I'm a little loopy. So we're going to go ahead and start off talking about what happened today. That I actually, for the first time since I worked at this particular, particular job, I actually got very angry. So I went into work yesterday, and there... I work in a cooler, dairy cooler. I've talked about it many times. I'm the manager of the department. I do the orders. I stock everything. And I do dates. And I pretty much run the department. I pretty much do most of the work there. We, we have closers that come in. But there are closers that are only there for three out of the seven days of the week that are solely dedicated to dairy. The other four days of the week, they do dairy and the grocery department. So dairy is kind of secondary secondary get it ha 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 okay but yeah so basically i i the, i'm the star of the show here and then of course there's somebody that works when i'm off so yeah i'm busting my ass every single day doing thousands of cases of stock they took away this thing it's called srs it's like a it's a i don't know what the initials stand for but basically it's a order system for the store they take away this screen that we go into it's a gui um that we can go into and zero out our order to cut it down to where we don't have humongous trucks and we don't get stuff that we don't need 
because it's supposed to automatically generate what we need, right? So that system doesn't always work very well. And they took away that. And so my trucks were gigantic for half this week. So five out of five out of the nine days I worked worked already have been terrible. Five or six days, I don't even know anymore. It's all blur all blurs together. But five out of six days we have these giant trucks. So today I had this gigantic truck. So yesterday, okay, this goes back to yesterday, the original part of the story. We go, I go in, and my door is closed. And my door is broken. Somebody hit it with the with the electric jack or something, whatever. But basically, it's this giant steel vault door, and of course, it just keeps the moisture in there, keeps the cool in there, so nothing goes bad inside the cooler, keeps temperature, all that. That door is giant and heavy, and there's a latch at the very top that latches with magnets that turns off this light and this really, really loud buzzing sound. That will go off after the door has been open for a certain amount of time. I think it's about two to three minutes. And I think it's when the cooler goes up a temp. So if it's at 35 or 34, if it goes up to 35, it'll go off. So we open the door. I open the door. I, I'm, I'm about, I go through the cooler. I open the door from the other side. The guy that worked overnight is like, oh, my God, dude. Why'd you do that? The door is broken. And he had rigged up a bunch of these magnets on the top to make the door stop buzzing. So, I was like, oh, okay, sorry, and then he fixes it, he actually has it, I didn't really mess it up that much, so, ha happily, surprisingly, so, I go, I'm like, alright, I'm not dealing with this, I print up five signs, I put three on the outside, bold, 150 point font, do not open door, bold, huge, take some tape, I tape the handle, four or five times it's just a uh, packing tape and I don't tape it like to where we can't get it off or anything just enough to say oh hey do not move this doorknob because it's basically like a latch you pull out and once you latch it out it opens the door you just pull it uh, and then I wrote on sharpie on there do not remove tape do not open so I have this door already like that I take this giant ladder I put it in front I put crates in front of it I put uh, pallets in front of it I put all this stuff in front of it Go inside the cooler. On the other side of the door, I take my backstock carts. So they're these giant carts. They're like these huge steel carts. I put one on the other side of the door. Put an up, put the other two signs on that side. Do not open door. Do not open door. Because we don't want to be opening this door and messing around with these magnets and then possibly the door get more messed up. You know, when product goes bad. It's just a bad thing. We don't want this stuff to happen. We don't want it to be a bad situation, right? So we call work order in and it was put on emergency. I come in today it's not fixed of course it's not fixed because why would it be fixed you know it's it's not like they're all that products gonna go bad and we're gonna have to throw it out or anything because the door is messed up right yeah so what happened is they came in for the work order and nobody told them it was the dairy door so they were walking around the store didn't know which door it was and then they left they didn't even ask a manager nothing stupid my truck has been there 18 pallets right three stock pallets which is about 800 cases because each pallet has a lot of cases on it because I do yogurts and those are tiny cases so there's 800 cases or so on these three pallets and then there's 12 other pallets crates of milk eggs orange juice all sorts of stuff so 
I have another door in the cooler. So I, I bet you were thinking like, how does he get in if the door is messed up? There's another door on the other side, but it's only kind of like big enough to for one person to walk through and to get small pallets through. If you put a big through pallet through there, it's barely gonna fit. You have to do it just right. So I had to move this, uh, we have this, uh, these markdown racks that are by the cooler. I had to move it and then I had to put these crate pallets in one by one. I had to take the pallets all the way across the store, put it in there one by one going forward. It sucked, it took over an hour just to do that when it should have only took 10 minutes maybe to load it up. Because the, they were just sitting on our truck and the refrigeration was on on the truck. So, you know, they were staying cold. And the Night Stalker didn't know what to do. A lot of times when the truck comes in, the Night Stalker uh, lead, the stock controller, he'll bring the... he His responsibility is to make sure the night crew gets out and that they bring the pallets onto the truck. I know this is a lot of technical stuff, but bear with me. So today, I got all that in there. I'm breaking down this truck. I'm doing the normal cases first and it was just rough i'm like stock and stock and stock it took me like four hours just to finish this these pallets it's 800 cases so i'm looking at the cooler and all the crates from yesterday are still in there because i couldn't get them out so half the cooler is just filled with these pallets of crates and then the other half is filled with the other crate pallets so i'm breaking down breaking down breaking down breaking down i'm like okay i'm gonna go over to the hallway because in the hallway right there in front of that door is vendors I see like there's a lot of vendors in there so they have the coke guy dr. pepper Miller all sorts of stuff and I go in there and I say hey guys hey got all their attention I'm like do not open that door do not open that door it's gonna be a big problem if you open that door and they're like oh yeah 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 the everybody was like yeah yeah coke guy dr. pepper guy yeah yeah Pepsi guy yeah okay cool cool thumbs up everything I'm like all right cool they know I'm in there I'm working I'm working I'm working four or five hours later uh near the end of my shift about an hour out from when i had to go home i hear the click of the door i look towards the door that's not blocked and nobody comes through i'm like what the hell i turn around the dr pepper guy comes in hey man do you have a mop i'm like dude dude why'd you open the door are you serious he's like dude don't give me an attitude right now i'm like dude why'd you open the door it's gonna take forever because the thing is is doing the buzzer and doing the magnets you have to sit there and mess with these magnets until the buzzer stops going off if the buzzer starts going off it's gonna be right in your ear because you're up there on a ladder doing this so it's just really hard to get this buzzer to stop so I'm furious I'm like dude are you serious there is signs there's a bunch of signs I taped the doorknob I look at the doorknob on the other side they fuck it. he he just literally ripped it off he pulled the handle and ripped the tape I'm like are you serious like it's look look it's right here it says it on the tape it says it on the sign I'm just so frustrated at this guy because I'm already having a terrible day and I'm already on day number nine I'm tired I'm worn out I'm working my ass off and then this guy comes in I'm like are you serious like oh. I'm trying not to take out all my anger on this guy because I'm just so frustrated. I'm like, dude, dude, you don't pay attention. You need to pay attention. He's like, don't give me attitude. Why are you giving me attitude? I'm like, I'm not trying to give you attitude. Don't be rude, man. I'm, you did not pay attention to these signs, and now I have to fix this right now. He's like, don't talk to me like that, blah, blah, blah. And he's like getting pissed at me. I'm like, dude, I'm trying to stay calm right now. You are making me pissed by basically saying <sighs> it's it terrible, right? So I go over there, put a ladder by the door. And I'm fixing the magnets. The buzzer's going off. He's over behind the ladder yelling at me over the buzzer. Because the buzzer starts going off, like I said, after the temperature goes up. 
dude, why are you yelling at me? Why did you give me this this attitude? All this shit. He's going off on me. I'm like, are you serious? Like, what the hell? Dude, I was like, dude, fuck off. That's why I said, sorry about my language. I was like, dude, fuck F off, you know? And then he's like, looked at me like I was crazy. And I was like, dude, just leave. Just leave. The buzzer's going off in the background while I'm saying this. And it's and he's like, he had pushed me. Like, he kept pushing me. He's like poking me like a, they're like poking a bear here, man. They used to call me Joshy Bear for a reason. Poke, 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 poke. Anyway. Yeah, that was my nickname when I was a kid. Now I gave that away. Now people are going to use that. But yeah, he's poking the bear. Poke, 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 poke. Hey, 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 stop, stop being rude, blah, blah, blah. And I freaking snapped at him. I never do this. I, I'm always super calm, chill, cool-headed at work. I don't really talk to many people at work. I mostly keep my head down and work. I'm focused on getting my tasks done. I want to be one of the best workers there. I want people to say, hey, you did a great job. I want people to say, hey, Josh does a great job. It doesn't goof off. It doesn't mess around or whatever. So, yeah. He did all that. I fixed the door. I told him to F off. I'm going in the cooler again. Pretty heated, right? Working, working, working. Again, I'm breaking down these eggs, and there's an egg cart that's right by the door. And I heard something. I was like, eh, I had my headphones in. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm not sure what podcast it was. It was kind of funny or something. And I'm like just listening, you know, laughing, having a good time. Because, you know, the thing about podcasts is really good to have a good distraction. I was trying to calm myself down, listening, laughing to a podcast. Oh, a giant bomb. That's what it was. But, yeah. Or it was STC. I don't remember what I was listening to. I listened to a lot of stuff. But, yeah, uh, I was listening to podcasts. And then I hear a sound. And I'm like, eh. I look over, he had walked, he has already walked all, almost all the way down the hallway, but he had opened the door. The thing is, is after I put the buzzer back on there, I blocked that door even more on the other side. He reached over all of that stuff and then yanked it open still because he was mad at me because I was giving out a toe. I told him to F off, right? I'm, I, I don't know, you know, sure. I probably can get in trouble if someone from my, my store listened to this. This is like a confession tape, I guess, but yeah. I get really mad when I see the stores open again. It took me a while to turn off the buzzer last time, and now it's about to buzz again because it's been open for, you know, a few minutes, and I didn't notice it. I'm pissed. I go. I throw the backstop card that's right by the cooler door, inside the cooler door, that, that big steel card I talked about earlier. I threw it to the side. I push open the door with my shoulder. All the stuff that's on the other side is just falling because it's all stacked in front of it. I'm just like, fuck it. I'm, I'm going through here. Bam, bam, knock the door open. And I just start tossing everything to the side like, bam, get out of my way. Get out of my way. Buzzer starts going off. I'm still throwing stuff out of the way. The guy I heard already walked off. I could see he was pissed when he was walking away and I didn't get a chance to say anything to him. I'm throwing this stuff, throwing it, throwing it, throwing it. I get the big ladder. Get up there. This, the door's buzzing. I'm struggling. It's not turning off. It's not turning off. Freaking boss comes over, and I'm like, dude, the Dr. Pepper guy did this. And I, I, I know I'm so mad that my arm is shaking when I pick it up and I'm, like, pointing at it. He's like, yeah, I know. I talked to him, and he seemed pretty unreasonable. And I was like, well, I did tell him to F off. He's like, you said that? I'm like, hey, yeah. He's like, don't talk to the vendors like that. I know he pissed you off. Just don't talk to him like that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. I, I don't do that type of thing. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know. Well, what was he doing? I was like, he was pretty much shouting at me and calling me names and stuff. He's like, okay, well, 
let's just drop it and I'm going to fix this. And it's still buzzing in the background. He, he fixed it, but it was pretty much near the end of my shift. And I was just so pissed and so frustrated. I just finished up a couple things and I cleaned up the cooler for like 20, 30 minutes. And I just left, left a little bit early. I left some trash there that I should have thrown out. I was just done with that day. So yeah, <laughs> E3 is coming up. My days off are coming up. I have a week of vacation coming up. And that was a long story to say that thanks everybody that is listening, that makes podcasts for the Cartridge Club or otherwise. And podcasts are really good because during this whole time, I had the podcast in my ear calming me down. And if I didn't have that, I don't know what I would have done. So it's just, man, it was a rough day. That's a long story, man. That was like 10 minutes plus right there. So what else did I do this week? <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I decided I wanted to start watching the Studio Ghibli movies. So I'm going in chronological order. So what's before the Studio Ghibli movies, what actually founded the Ghibli movies was Nausicaa in the Valley of Wind. Yeah, something like that. Nausicaa. So I actually was watching that. I watched that and it was incredible. And apparently this movie was such a huge success, they used the funds from that to create Studio Ghibli. So this is actually before Ghibli started. But it's a really nice, heartwarming story of Nausicaa. And there's like this toxic force that they kept trying to burn down, multiple factions. And she tries to do peace. Gets Basically does all this stuff to try to make peace for the factions. And then there's like these giant insects that destroy like the world basically and then there's like oh it's such a good movie and the animation is stunning they do like the um the old school camera you can see that it's multiple layers that they kind of move individually so like you say you have the cloud that's in the forefront and the cloud that's in the background and they move the cloud that's in the background up and the one that's in the foreground down so it's kind of like a a nice image and then they have like a her on her gliders going between the clouds and stuff it looks really good it's impressive art style and I I was blown away I cried at the end it was moving it was a really good movie and I had a blast watching it um actually been on a movie watching binge right now lately I watched another movie okay so there's these two movies that I watched next to each other I haven't have not been playing very many games okay I'm gonna go ahead and say that right now I played Assassin's Creed Origins and I was like eh uh, I jumped on the Fortnite played a couple matches and then I shut it off I just haven't been in a gaming mood I think I want to kind of like save it for my vacation and just kind of binge a bunch of games when my vacation comes around, which I, I kind of needed a break anyway. I played like so much God of War and so much Fortnite, like for months and months, all I did when I was home is just play video games. So I'm just kind of on a break from them, I guess. I also tried a uh, Guitar Hero Live. We bought it at a thrift store a while ago. It's all right. It has uh, three buttons on top of each other. So it's two by three on the buttons and it's kind of weird to play. It's awkward, but yeah. <sighs> yeah, so I watched these two movies. And the first movie was Light Ladybird. So I'm talking to Sierra. We don't get to be home together as much long enough to watch movies a lot of times. And if we're off together, we're probably going to go out to see a movie or go out somewhere. So we're not really home together watch movies. I'm like, hey, here's a list of movies I want to watch. And she said, oh, okay, cool. You can watch them. It's fine. I'll watch them later. I'm like, all right, cool. So I watched Ladybird. And this movie came out last year. I've heard rave reviews about it, and it really, it really was a great movie. It's about a girl. Okay, let's see. <laughs> it's been a little while since so I'm trying to think of the exact plot. I've watched a lot of stuff the last couple of days. Um, it's a girl struggling to find herself in this world with a mom 
that she doesn't really get along with and it's kind of about their story about how there's tension between the two because they're totally different people her ladybird that's what she actually likes to be called that's not her real name i forget what her real name is but she's more of like an artsy type wants to go to school somewhere else like in new york and stuff her mom doesn't want her to go and it's kind of like this conflict there and then it shows more of her life and how she's growing up and graduating and stuff and it's an actually really touching story um cried multiple times some great acting in there I loved it to death. It's a really good movie. Really, really recommend Lady Bird. That's an awesome movie. And then the next day, I was like, I literally went to Google and typed in movies like Lady Bird because I was like in that mood. Like, dude, I, I, it was like a coming of age and it just really made me happy to watch. And it was a pretty inspiring movie. I was like, this, this movie was awesome, you know? Uh, the thing I liked about Lady Bird the most, I think, is because the way they do the scenes. Okay, so you go to different scenes of the movie. They start out the scenes like in the middle of a sentence, right? I know that sounds weird, but it kind of makes the movie feel like you're just watching different snapshots of somebody's life. It was it was freaking awesome. So basically like they would do, so say, say okay, there's a scene where she's driving and then talking to her mom, they're arguing. They'd be like, I don't think, you could, I don't think you'd ever get into that college. They cut that scene right away. And then it'll just go to the next scene and they'll just be talking about something else. And she's talking to somebody else. And it's just a nice way to make it feel like, oh, here's a day in the life of. You're seeing a snapshot of these people's lives. And it's not scripted. It feels more realistic that way. I guess that if that makes any sense. I just really enjoyed that little uh, thing they did. It's something I noticed when I was watching it. And the next movie I watched was a movie called Edge of Seventeen. And definitely sounds like a chick flick, right? But it, it's the main actress. She's in pitch perfect and a couple of other things i've seen uh she did a really good job i really liked her acting she was very quirky like in a really awkward way and i really related to the character a lot uh she kind of like very awkward in social situations really hard to talk to people and she's had has problem communicating with other people around her i just i just felt like a, a, a lot of the things that she was talking about in the movie was things that I dealt with as a kid and as a teenager and stuff. And it, it, that movie was probably not as good as Lady Bird, but I really enjoyed it. I had it, it was just a really different movie. And she she was such a weird, she's manic and a little off, you know, the character. But I, I liked her. I was, she's endearing too, you know. Um, she says something in the movie where she says that she has these moments where she kind of has an out of body experience when she's saying something mean or off putting when she's, you know, being defensive where she has an out of body experience and kind of looks down at herself and then thinks, why are you doing that? And I was like, dude, I do that. That's something I've done. <laughs> and uh, it, it was good. It was really good. I, I wouldn't put it up there with Lady Bird, but I would recommend watching both. Uh, Woody Harrelson is in Edge of 17. So he's like this cocky asshole history teacher. And he says things teachers would never say to students, but it's just awesome. And their rapport, like how they talk to each other, she kind of goes to him when there's some kind of trouble going on and stuff. And they have a really cool relationship. That movie is good too. I would recommend watching both of those. If you like those coming of age stories, I think 
I think they're both worthwhile. Uh, Ladybird and Edge of Seventeen. Whew, I did like two little mini movie reviews in this one. I'm talking, I, this one's pretty free-flowing. I'm feeling pretty good about this episode. Anyway, let's not talk about the podcast while I'm on the podcast. Um, we went to the movie theaters yesterday. Uh, we were both, she was off and I worked. But I got off around three-ish, almost four. And we went and saw Upgrade. So if you don't know what Upgrade is, I thought it was okay. It was, it was pretty fun. Uh, the concept, it, it's kind of... Okay, it's a sci-fi John Wick, kind of. I know that sounds pretty cool, right? It's in the near future. Uh, there's self-driving cars. There's AI. There are drones all over the city, like, looking and uh, helping the cops out and stuff. And, basically, this couple gets in a car wreck. And there's these thugs that kill his wife. This is at the very beginning of the movie. So, it's not spoilers. It's in the trailer and everything. Kill his wife. And then they uh, make him a paraplegic, so he can't move his limbs at all. He can only move his head. Is that what it is? Quadriplegic? Quadriplegic. I think it's quad... I, I, I always mix those up. Correct me if you want. But yeah, he can't move any of his limbs. So there's this genius that he'd been making... He's been fixing up this firebird for for a while. And they do a bunch of scenarios and stuff. And basically, he gets this implant in his neck from this genius... That makes his limbs move, but it's an AI that can talk to him. So the whole the whole premise of the story is this AI and can basically predict and move his body for him if he lets him. And basically, he goes on this revenge story plot, trying to kill and find all these people that killed his wife. And it was cool. Uh, it, it's a really fun watch. I was like, it's worth at least watching once. But um, that premise sounds awesome, right? It was a cool premise. And I had fun watching it. It has a lot of grindhousey gore in it too. If you like that type of thing, where people's like, I'm not gonna go into it, but there's there's gore in there. <laughs> um, what I talked about isn't spoilers. That's basic plot. So, yeah, I, it's worth watching, and the action's fun. So, it's different. It's it's really different. So, I mean, it's like a Netflix movie. It's ever in Netflix, you see it. I'd say watch it if you if you want something to watch. But I wouldn't go out to the theater and see it. But we did. It was pretty cool. Whew talking a lot there's been a lot of cool trailers coming out uh i didn't want to put this in news because i just want to talk about the trailers this this is gonna be probably the longest what's happened in section ever but that's cool uh there's a wreck it raft 2 trailer which i'm kind of not feeling so it looks fun the movie in general looks like a good time so it's wreck it ralph and the girl i can't think of her name right now almost a penelope taint Penelope Haint. That's not her name. Uh, I don't know her name. What's her name? Wreck-It Ralph. What is that? I'm going to look it up. Wreck-It Ralph. Girl. Oh, princess. There we go. Princess. Penelope. Okay. So, Penelope. That's her name. Voiced by Silver, Sarah Silverman and John C. Riley is Wreck-It Ralph, of course. But they go into the internet. The thing about it that was off-putting for me is when they go on the internet, they see a Google logo, an Amazon logo, and all the stuff around them that's real corporate logos. Why don't we do, like, Pixar? Why don't you just do, like, by and large, you know, freaking Pizza Planet and stuff like that? I know it's not a Pixar movie, but, you know, make up some fake n- names. Like, we don't want to I – I feel like it's a big studio getting paid to put advertisements in a movie for kids. It, it feels really weird, kind of slimy and – Eh, not a fan of that 
Uh, they do have some Disney fanfare in there, though. You see Storm. You They go to Disney, ohmydisney.com or whatever, and there's Star Wars there, the Muppets and all sorts of stuff in the background you can see, and then they go in and uh, Vanellope has an interaction with the princesses. All of the princesses from every Disney movie in CG with giant, like, Frozen-style eyes, like Frozen the movie-style eyes, you know, they're, they're over-exaggerated features, so kind of like the classic princesses look a little different and a little off to me, and she has interactions with them, and it's, it's, it's okay. It didn't really do much for me. I'm like, okay, it looks pretty fun. I, I love, the, love the stuff. It just kind of feels like a lot of these Ready Player One quote-unquote movies are happening now, and it's just kind of like... Let's throw a bunch of pop culture stuff in a movie and people will watch it because it's in there. I don't know. It didn't. It, it. I'll go see it and hopefully it's better than that trailer because the trailer looks like eh, looks all right. I liked Wreck-It Ralph one enough. I wish that honestly, I wish that the sequel would have dove deeper into the games. Like have Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, they made a Wreck-It Ralph. They're making a Wreck-It Ralph HD game or something, and it's on the new system. And then they go into other people's systems. They see different versions of Wreck-It Ralph. That's what I wanted from this movie. That was my idea for this movie. Like, he he goes in a phone, and there's a phone game. That's Wreck-It Ralph phone game, and he like I, I thought I thought that'd be really cool, but whatever. Just the idea and the concept of seeing Wreck-It Ralph in different styles and art styles, and then they have cameos from Mario and stuff. Come on, that sounds cool. Like a pixelated him, you know what I mean. That's not what it is. He goes on the internet and they have corporate stuff. I don't know. It looks okay. Uh, Lego Movie 2. Looks fun. Uh, they have like a remixed version of Everything is Awesome. And it's like in the future. Like, was it said three years in the future or something like that? And I love Lego Movie, the original. It's one of my favorite kids' movies, I guess I would say. It's just a lot of fun. It's a super fun movie. So I'm looking forward to the sequel. Definitely. Got me excited to watch it. And I think that one comes out next year. So, uh, The movie trailer I'm most excited for is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And this movie, I've seen the little teaser they had before, and I was like, eh, it looks pretty good. I watched the trailer. That thing blew me away. The animation alone makes me want to see this movie. They got Miles Morales in there, and they got Peter Parker, s- some other characters. I'll you watch the trailer if you want. If you don't, do, don't have to. But it's worth watching, in my opinion, because they do these really cool splash animations that look like comics. And it's the animation's a little juddery, like you're turning the page of a comic or you're looking through a panel of a comic. It has that comic comic book feel to it to a T and I cannot stop watching this trailer over and over and picking out little animation things that I notice and it's so cool I'm just so excited it looks awesome and Sony Pictures so I was saying in the discord bit.ly slash club discord um <laughs> that uh I think Sony Pictures animation does cool stuff they do like cloudy with a chance of meatballs and Hotel Transylvania and stuff like that I've always liked their animation style and I like how their animation looks but this is one of the best-looking animated movies I've seen ever. I'm not exaggerating. This is new and fresh and has so much energy and style and pizzazz. And I'm just looking forward to watching this whole movie multiple times and picking out little awesome animation details. I hope the whole movie is like this trailer because this trailer got me so stoked to watch it. Whew. So, yeah. Oh, also, the AC in my apartment kind of sucks. It's kind of hot in here. Whew. Texas weather. It's like 95 outside one one day was 102 it's probably closer to 70 or 80 in here right now but yeah that's it for what's happening lots of stuff huge stories 
movies movie reviews uh, it's been a cool episode it's been fun it's been a good time uh, let's keep going I guess <laughs> next up is the news of interest now nah, I'm kidding the news of interest okay Crackdown 3 and Days Gone are both coming out in February. Both were announced today. PlayStation's been doing these little reveals theme bobbies. Pre-E3 things. They also announced a new Tetris game by the guy that made Rez. That looks rad. It's PlayStation VR. I mean, I gotta get a VR this year. I watched Musty's video about it. I listened to the Flock talk about VR. I want to get one now. I, I'm, I'm getting on that train. I don't know when, but I'm doing it. I tried VR in 2015, I think it was 2016. I don't know. They had like a little demo kiosk, and we tried it. But the guy shoved the, basically set the headset on my head and twisted the knob and said, okay, don't touch it. And then it was blurry, and it made me sick because he didn't let me adjust and get focused. So I think that would be fun to actually try it in my own setting. And but I want to find it super cheap because I'm a cheap guy. That's how, I, that's how I roll. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it looks awesome. I, I want to experience that sometime. New Tetris by the guy who made Res and Luminous. Come on, guys. That's super... It's insane. It's going to happen. But yeah, Crackdown 3, we all thought would probably come out this year. I was, My prediction was it was going to be dropped with Game Pass like at E3. Not going to happen. Got deleted February. And Days Gone has been said it's going to be early 2019. Confirmed that's February as well. So too big. First party studio games are coming out at the beginning of the year in February next year. That's pretty cool. Uh, I like the idea that they're kind of like different games too. It's going to be a lot of fun. That That's going to be a good start to 2019. I bet that year is going to be insane with games. This this year has been a little slow with games in my opinion. The first six months. But the set in this next six months is going to be freaking just popping off with good stuff. Trust me. We're gonna We, we think it's a little slow now. Just wait till December. We're gonna have so many games. We're gonna be up to our ear with game ears with games that are incredible, and it's gonna be a really good second half of 2018. Trust me. Trust me. I'm calling it now. I'm calling it right now. If anyone wants to, wants to take my take the bet that there won't be at least five games that are just awesome that get incredible reception, at least five. I'm gonna say it might be even be ten. We'll see. But yeah. Also, what got announced today was Hitman 2, which leaked two days ago, as this has been the Leaky Faucet E3. That's a good name. It's the Leaky Faucet E3. Yeah. Anyway, I should draw a picture of a faucet with water dropping out of it that says E3 2018. That'd be pretty funny. I probably won't do that, though. Um, <laughs> Hitman 2. I love the first Hitman. Uh, I played all of the maps on that game. It's a blast super fun it's like a puzzle game killing machine game and it's really cool you can do the do the levels multiple ways there's different challenges for doing the level so basically if you haven't played hitman before i know some people haven't basically you're a hitman and you can take over people's outfits so if you dress up like a chef some people that are chefs already might know that you're a chef so you can't go near them but you can uh you know dress up like a police officer sneak into areas you can uh, choke people out you can blow up their cars you can do all sorts of fun stuff i mean it sounds morbid but it ends up being fun because you can it's kind of like a puzzle game to sneak in kill this guy and then sneak out without anybody noticing and it's a it's super cool and i'm looking forward to it they showed like a racetrack and all sorts of stuff there's a trailer out there if you want to watch it but i'm looking forward to that 
And that one is in November when that coming out. And they're just calling Hitman 2. Uh, the first first Hitman, they called it Season 1. So maybe this is going to be like a full-fledged game right away. It's not going to be an uh, episodic thing. That's cool. That's that's awesome. Maybe it'll launch with a bunch of maps. I hope so. That'd be really cool. So I'm probably picking that up because I really like the first one. Uh, Destiny 2 had like this little um, thingamabob live stream where they announced a bunch of expansion stuff. I don't know if I'm going to do this. I like I like Destiny 2 well enough, but I don't know. It looks fun. They have this really cool game mode. I just wanted to touch on it for a second. I'm getting close to the 50-minute mark here. But, yeah, they have this game mode called Gambit, which is a play, uh, player versus player, player versus enemy, PvP, PvP, PvE mode. <laughs> so there's two teams of six. They go into different parts of this map. You don't see each other. You're fighting waves of enemies, and you're defending this point. And once you get you once you kill an enemy, these gems pop out. You pick them up, you get, and you turn them into this point. And if you turn in enough points, you get the opportunity to send a blockade over to the next team. And then they get this big enemy where they can't collect any more orbs. And they have to kill the enemy before they get more of the smaller fodder enemies to drop to come back out again. Also, if you get enough orbs, you can send a teammate from your team over to the other t opposing team and duke it out with them, which is pretty cool. So it's kind of like a, you know, a horde mode mixed with a multiplayer mode. It's interesting now, i actually kind of want to get the expansion just for that but the expansion is 40 bucks so the thing they're doing is if you have the season pass they have like one more content update before this one comes out and then you have to pay 40 dollars for this new update it's a lot of money a lot of money so i need the season pass and that so it'd be like 70 bucks or 80 just to play the new expansion next i'm like i don't know and it's in september Spider-Man and stuff coming out. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if a bunch of people get into it. I've been playing on Xbox, of course, for that one. Um, if people get into it, I'll get into it too and play with them. But I don't know. Uh, I think that's about it for news. What's happening? Like I said, longest what's happening section ever. Um, yeah, it's been kind of a weird week. I just feel like all I've been doing is working. It's been a little rough. But yeah. E3 is coming up, guys, two days from now when this releases. And, yeah, it's going to be a good time. We have EA, and then the next day on Sunday we got, like, three press conferences. And on Monday we got, like, six or something. It's going to be a blast. And thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Go over to that YouTube channel. It'll be in description. Sub and watch our E3 coverage. Follow me on Twitter at Frantic Society, Frantic, S-O-C-I-E-T-Y. I'm going to be tweeting a lot. I decided that I'm going to have every single po uh, press conference in its own thread. So I'll be like, EA press conference thread, and I'm just going to reply to that over and over again so that it's not just tweet, 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 tweet. It's just in a thread. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. That's about it, I think. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a really good weekend. Uh, go to the forums. I keep. I, I think I haven't mentioned them in a couple weeks. Make sure you go to cartridgeclub.org slash forum. Go to the Frantic Thoughts thread. I have my own little dedicated thread, which is really rad. Go there. Click on this episode. Leave me a comment. I love to talk to you guys. 
And if I get enough comments, I'll read them on the show. I used to do it all the time, but I only got Diego. But I always read Diego's comment. I always respond to him. He's, he's always there. So if you guys go over there and you leave a comment, maybe I'll bring back the comment section again on the show. But I just haven't done it in a while because I only get like a couple comments there, one or two a week. So, yeah, I'll bring it back. Why not? It's going to be fun. Uh, later next week... I think I'll mention it on Frantic Thoughts next week, but I think that I'll be doing some extra live streaming on my days off. So just keep an eye on my Twitter. Maybe, I don't know what I'll do. Maybe five or six hours or something. Nothing too crazy, but I'll be streaming next week. It'll be a bit after E3 is over. Uh, E3 Hype Train videos are going. Nintendo video will be up tomorrow. And is that it? That's it for this week. Uh, we got all the hype train videos. I'll have some. I'll have one more after E3. We'll have some more reaction to the E3 next podcast, and then you don't have to hear me talk about it for a year. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's about it. Thank you guys for watching the podcast, listening to the podcast, all the things that you do, and uh, see you at E3. What's your favorite? Let me know what your most anticipated announcement is i would love to know that's what you comment about anyway i'll see you guys soon and thank you for listening and bye (laughs) see ya compliments make me uncomfortable am i allowed to say i don't agree without making it seem like i'm
Thank you. Sorry. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank You're you. Welcome. I appreciate it. I wanted to tell you that. I'm so grateful.